0: Suicide Zen Forgiveness, the pod that shares the stories of those affected by suicide. Lost a loved one? Attempted it yourself? Did you know that when you share a burden, the load is lightened? Come listen in with your host, Elaine Lindsay. Suicide Zen Forgiveness, the podcast, is for education only. Some of the subject matter could be triggering for those that are needed grieving or in a poor state of mental health. Please call your local suicide hotline or mental health office if you need immediate help. Hello, hello. It's good to be back. I'm very happy to be here and excited to have a returning guest today. I'm going to be here with Herbie Mack, who was on the show back in uh, 2022. And we have a a lot to talk about. This is going to be more of a conversation about what we see going on now. Herbie Mack is an amazing speaker. He's all about suicide prevention and um, just one of the loveliest guys I've ever met. So without further ado, here we go. Hi.
1: Hey, how's everything? It's good. It's good to see you. Likewise, likewise. I'm I'm honored to be a returning guest. And um also I'm just ready for this conversation. I think that's how we can prevent suicide. It's just by conversation.
0: That is such a perfect start to this yes it is conversation. Talking is to me the most important thing. And I know for your generation and younger, we're starting to get that message out. For my generation, talking was not something you ever did, And I have a a real deep-seated need to make sure that all of us, right down to the youngest person who might have a suicidal thought, I want you to know you need to reach out and talk to someone, anyone. Just don't keep it inside, because what people sometimes don't remember, all the thoughts that run through your head, number one, they're not real. Number two, they're not true. And number three, when you tell someone, you lessen that burden. So that's my little off and running
1: that was your TED talk?
0: That's, that's <laughs> my mini TED talk. Yes, yes, talk to somebody.
1: No, I I do agree. Um, you know, for myself during the the challenges that I had, the struggles and, and trying to decide if I want to be here or not, I found it easier once I started talking to like really backtrack that, man, you know, do, do I want to make that forever decision? And it's like, no, I don't. I actually want to be here, but I want the pain to end. And but when I sat down and started having conversations with people, right? The 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 support group that like to say they really helped me reframe my mindset of like, man, I understand that you're hurting, but it is okay to 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 ask for help. And now, like, you know, being a guy, like all my life they've been saying, you know, asking for help is a sign of weakness. So I started reframing my mindset into. Let me use my resources, and that changed everything.
0: Oh my God, that's brilliant! That is brilliant.
1: Yeah, you just being told like you know, ask for help, weakness, weakness, weakness. But then when you look at it and you say, "Let me ask," let me use my resources. It it it's you realizing like, man, I have great assets and friends, or maybe access to actually seek someone to to provide the proper help that I need, whether it's a, you know, a counselor, a therapist, social worker, whomever works for you that can help you get out of that negative mindset. And once I've said that, it was just like, oh, life is so much easier. Right. Because like, like if my car breaks down and I know I need a ride, I'm going to call you not because I'm asking for help. I'm just looking at my phone and I'm looking at the resources that I have that can give me a ride to where I need to go.
0: And I'm sorry, you'll wait a little while for me to get there, but I'll be there.
1: (laughs) You're worth the wait, okay?
0: You're such a sweetheart. Uh, All kidding aside, no, I think that's a really, really good point. Reframing gives us an opportunity to turn things on their head. And we talk about that in business a lot. Reframing, how you go about managing your business can inject a a whole new outlook. So why not, you know, take that as a resource and use that in your personal toolbox? And that brings us to two things. I really believe that we need to start the conversations with elementary school children. Suicidal ideation starts a lot younger than people think. And you said you decided you knew you wanted to be here. Uh, People who know my story know that I lost a dear friend at 16 and her death was her showing me that leaving was not the best option and what it would do to those that I would leave behind. And I think because I'm so hard headed the universe decided that that was the way to show me. And, and it doesn't work for everybody. It's not necessary for everybody, thank God. But we need to be sure that from childhood you understand that not everything that goes through your head you have to act on or or is the truth or, or is in fact reality. And you can't fix what you don't understand or don't know. And, and in all honesty, I don't think school prepares us for any of the things that actually happen in life.
1: Uh, yes and I, I would say yes and no. Yeah. Like is there, is there, is there a, a subject for it? Um, like in a school curriculum? Probably not, right? But then when you come across certain teachers Certain teachers have a certain way on you. Um, you know, for myself, I was having in high school, I was really struggling. My sister died from cancer. And um, one of my friends who was like, hey, you know, do you play basketball or whatnot? was like, oh, yeah, yeah no, I do. And I was actually pretty good. And then he suggests, let's go on the basketball team. Let's try out. We make the team. And it was a coach that really helped me out, not only in that moment, but in life. He was always saying, hey, Herbie, what's the weakest areas in your game? I'm just like, dude, I don't know. You're the coach. <laughs> like, you're supposed to let me know. <laughs> and he's like, um, "He's like, all right, look, I'm going to teach you to, these tools to, to know what areas to improve on. So this way, when the season's over, you can work on it. Cool, right? Like, just analyzing my game. So when I was going through um, my suicidal ideations and, and, and attempts, when it's, like, time to pick me up, I decided to use that method, right? But instead of using it in a basketball term of like, oh, like, let me look at the film. The film was me sitting down and actually journaling. Right. So this way I was able to understand what areas in my life I have to improve on. You know, in my mind, you know, when, when you you know, when you're in your 20s and your 30s, you think I know it all. Right. Like, my life is good. my Life is amazing. But then when I sat down and took that moment to pause and analyze the game and, and my writing. Right. I realized my foundation was extremely weak. Um, I didn't really have a great foundation, so what can I do? What can I work on how to build a foundation, right? Then it went from uh, finances, right? Like realizing that I am making a lot of irrational decisions, emotional decisions, instead of logical decisions on like, hey, I'm going out to the club, I'm going out to the strip clubs, I'm going out to the bars, we're going here and there. But then the long term, I wasn't really putting an investment on myself, right? So it was like stuff like that. And I always thank uh, Coach White for just... Taking the time to help me break down the game of basketball but then i had to learn how to reframe my mind and use it in a a way of like in the game of life (laughs) what areas do i need to prove on what can i do what what, was and that despite like one of the biggest like thank yous i can i can i can say about him yeah and and it was wasn't just the the skills of basketball he also taught me about life hey man you know slow down you're moving too fast you don't need to hang out with people that's taking taking it well not taking but adding distractions in your life
0: it's incredible and I think all of us have those people in our lives sometimes it takes a while for us to to be able to remember what it was that someone did for you or or you know, how useful the information you learned was. But uh, I think everybody at some point gets someone in their life. And if you can be aware of these types of mentors and these types of people, then when we're open to help, when we're open to Resources, let's say. Let's not use the word help. We're <laughs> open to resources and to, to interacting with others who may have other game plans that we can use. The universe provides, whether you call it God or the universe or a higher power, whatever you call it, okay, they, it will be provided. It's just a matter of being open being curious, right? I think that's really important. And and that, that sort of, let, let's segue into what I see as one of the biggest issues, I, I, an area I've, I've worked in for many, many years, but social media is both a blessing and a curse. And like Everything that's happening right now, online, AI, all of the the changes that we're going through, it is ramping up to the speed of light. And none of us had the time or the foresight to listen to those who were saying, caution, caution here. And here we are. You and I are here because... Suicide in the world now is the second leading cause of death. More than 800,000 people die from suicide every year. Like that's, that's a staggering number. And the most, I think, terrifying part of that is there are many, many times social media is involved.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it it's I love social media and I hate it at the same time. You know, you can be, be someone with uh, you know, amazing smile and you can post a picture like, oh, what a wonderful day. And then you'll have someone that you may you you may know, you may not know that will reply in your picture and be like, Oh, you're ugly or whatever, you're fat or whatever. And it's and that can just be a spark. For someone who's already having insecurities, that's just like, man, you know what? I'm always getting picked on. Nobody loves me. And you learn not to love yourself. And then you go into that negative place of making that forever decision. And I feel like when it comes to social media, yes, we do dictate what we watch, what we control, who's in our, um, who's on our feed, no matter what platform you choose. And for myself, I had to do something... Um, when I was in that negative mindset, I just got off of social media because I wasn't that strong enough. And then when I got back on social media, I started unfollowing some of my friends that wasn't aligning to what I wanted, right? Um, I wanted to be someone who woke up and had positive thoughts, all this stuff. So I started following people that was inspiring me to do that. And I started unfollowing people who was just like posting pictures of like, I'm just sitting on the couch, right? Like it's not really adding the value that I needed. Or, or they started posting things that wasn't aligned with me as far as like um negative, uh negative, negative fights, like you know, it's just like, oh, you know, like all this negative stuff, and it's just like I didn't need that. And it takes I want to say bravery to one acknowledge, like, hey, I'm not in that mindset to to receive all this negative stuff. I don't want this negative stuff. Let me unfollow certain people. Like I unfollow some of my family members, right? Not because I don't love them, but what they were showing on their feed, I didn't want to see anymore. And then I same thing with friends. And um, for that, you know, when it comes to social media, you want to make sure that you're you're following people that is going to inspire you or going to add value, whether it's entertainment of like, you know, something that's going to make you laugh, that's not going to bring you down. And I think, I think it should be something that's talked about now. It's like, we control our social media. That is like our um, cable <laughs> to say the yeah. least. Right. Yeah. So it's like, Hey, let me, let me follow this. Whether it's a sports team, whether it's um, a motivational speaker, whether it's your favorite podcast about, about fishes, right? Like, it's like, <laughs> let me follow something that makes me happy that add value and the stuff that doesn't, I'm just going to block out. I don't want to see this. I don't want that. And then, that just only the only thing that's going to come from that is obviously you being a better person, but you're going to get the right people in your circle. Yeah. That's going to vibe with you. That's going to not bring you down, but lift you
0: up. Absolutely. And in talking to younger people, I know how exciting it is to, to get likes and to have comments and, you know, and, and to try and keep up with those sorry, but the Kardashians (laughs) and what have you. Um, And I'm not knocking the Kardashians. Okay. Um, I have to say for, for all the stuff that's out there, these are good, smart business women. Okay. Who put a lot of effort into what they do and, and kudos to you. And and I have to say, I actually like Kylie's lipsticks. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Even at my age. But all of those people, okay, they didn't start with a billion followers. They didn't start yesterday. So all of the young people that are looking at the Kylie Jenners and and, uh, what's Kelsey Ballerini and, and all of these people, yes, it looks wonderful. But they didn't get there in five minutes. You have to take time. There's no rush to living your life try and be where you are and for for me I see the problem with the young people is one bad comment can be the end of somebody like it's happened this this is not you know this is not a fairy story this is the truth and and the fact is I, I have a a different take now than I would have early on in social media, even young people. I want you to look at the people that troll others, the people that say hurtful things that don't even know you. Imagine, okay, that you can see into their life. I guarantee you, you're going to see pain and hurt and trauma and old stuff that they're carting along with them because people who hurt are the ones who hurt other people. And and that's true all the time. It doesn't matter what they're hurting with. I posted a little video on Instagram. Um, It was one of the school shootings. It just breaks my heart and this year specifically it's been happening so much there were more than 150 shootings and there weren't 150 days in the year at that point point. and I I just had enough it was late at night I'm tired of crying over other people's children and I just got on and said like I'm sorry America what is wrong what is wrong with you that you value guns more than children yeah how, how can that be And um, I had a couple of really vicious trolls that were calling me all kinds of things. And it was like, okay, I feel very sad for you. Thank you for sharing. And that's that. Because I can't do anything about your opinion if you're not open to learning something new. And therefore... Me trying to interact with you or change your opinion at this point is futile for me. So if I just say, thank you for sharing, and this came from Marissa Peer, a hypnotist. That sort of diffuses things because there's no comeback for them.
1: <laughs> no, no.
0: Okay. And any comeback is if, if you're somewhere where you have to engage You just keep repeating, thank you for sharing. Because you don't want to be rude. You don't want to engage and ramp it up because the only person who's going to get hurt is you. And in social media, my suggestion for young people, the minute someone trolls you and it's someone you don't know, block them. I don't care what platform you're on. I don't care that your friends follow them. Don't care about any of that. Somebody attacks you. Think of that as your little space. Okay, that's your little place. Somebody comes into your home and attacks you, you block them. They're gone, okay? And and there's no three strikes here, okay? We're talking about your mental health, your well-being, and, and keeping you going so no three strikes, one strike, block them. You do not, as Herbie said, you don't need that in your life. No, you don't. It's just not worth it.
1: Yeah. Now I wanted to add to that as well. You know, if you know, it doesn't even matter if you don't know them, if you know, like it's not worth your energy as far as, as like the negative stuff, the negative comments, even for myself, like, you know, as much positive stuff I try to send out to the world, I do get negative comments or negative DMs. And even with that, You know, I acknowledge it. Okay. All right. That's how you feel. I didn't resonate with you. Okay, cool. And I don't even I don't even take it home with me. You know, as far as like that, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like that's everyone is entitled to how they feel. What you know. But for myself, I know like I'm trying to act good. I'm trying to be the 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 shine my light, right? Like I'm trying to shine people light who who are struggling or just might just need a, a little pick me up. And sometimes it's it's me right like i'll create a post and i see it like two days later like oh you know what that actually resonated and for the negative feedback that i do get back it's just like okay cool thank you as you said thank you appreciate it um and just keep it pushing it and if they do want to keep going then yeah obviously you just hit the block button you know i'm all about creating um space for people who need space but also you have to put on your own, your own oxygen mask, right? This is not helping me. So I can't assist yeah. you, you know, <laughs> you know? So it's like, uh, leave me alone. Um, but, but needless to say, when it comes to, to social media, I do give myself a limit, right? Because it can be unhealthy. Yeah. It can be addictive yeah. as far as like, oh, look how many likes I got. Look how many people view my reels. Um, but then it's like, am I really doing it for, you know, the benefit of helping out people? Or am I doing it for the likes? And it, when you start thinking about that or questioning that, that's when you might have to take a moment to just get off of social media. So, you know, one day, one day a week, my one day is like Sundays. I really don't try to engage on social media. Uh, I might have some stuff scheduled to post. But as far as like me, like spending hours on it. nah, it, it's I need to still be, you know, dealing with the kids, dealing with the wife or just taking a walk and just really being present in in life.
0: Absolutely. And yeah, Sunday around here, uh, the dog and I go see my dad and, you know, we, we do family things and what have you. And the only reason I even have a phone beside me is because my father's 90 years old and he needs to be able to get in contact with me. I very often leave the phone in the kitchen because it's just, it's become so... It's not even secondary anymore. It's so far down the list of priorities that, yes, as a business, we, we do schedule things that will go out and that's, that is, you know, it's part of business. You have to. But for, for me responding and what have you, I found that weekends should be for family. And if you can take one or two days to just sort of distance yourself from it all, Now, I understand if you're a teenager or you're in your 20s, you're thinking, I have two heads and I'm a nut. (laughs) There's no way you're going to spend that much time away from your friends. And it's okay. I totally get it. But you want to be sure. Okay, Herbie said, are you doing it to add value? Or are you doing it, and I'm going to say, for the dopamine? That hit of dopamine inside is such a boost. That's what those likes do for you. It puts little firecrackers off in your head that, that give you that wonderful feeling. And we all love dopamine. We love that, that euphoria that you get, and that's good. But it's like anything else. Think about eating three ice cream cones instead of one, and then you get sick, okay? Really, that third one was not worth it. Cut back a little. Give yourself as her give yourself time. Set yourself a limit, and stick to that limit. And please God for if you do nothing else, I want you before you hit the floor with your feet in the morning. Take a couple of breaths. Be grateful that you're breathing. Think about your day and get the hell out of the bed before you touch that phone or tablet or whatever (laughs) else it is that you've got stuck beside your head because all that external stuff, as much as it's fun and important in your life, it's not the end-all be-all. And when you start each day with gratitude, you are more likely to finish that day the same way.
1: Yes. I wanted to, so that's a funny story. Not a really funny story, but, um, so it was like me, me my brother, a couple of my friends, we went out to like go out to eat. And one of my friends was like, all right, look, dudes, we're all on our phone. We're out here. We're, you know, we all came to see each other. Like what's going on? And so we had a friendly bet. Everybody put down their cell phone. And it was four of us. And it was like, everybody putting down their cell phone. The first person picks up their cell phone has to pay the whole entire tab. All right.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you think it's like four guys. So you know it's going to be way more than like 20 bucks. Yeah. And so with that, it was just like, oh, okay, this is like challenging. But then it, it the, I'm going to show my age. It took us back before like the cell phone times where everybody just was engaging and having conversations and really actually catching up and not just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, did you see this? Oh, guess what? Like, you know, like this is what's going on in the the world of sports or this is what's going on in pop culture. And it was just like, no, like we actually was like, hey, what's going on in your life? How's everything improving? Did you actually get that bonus that you was looking for? Did you get that raise? Right. Or, hey, how's school going? And we did that. And obviously dinner was probably like an hour, hour and a half or so. And for the hour and a half, like you hear the phones buzzing and no one picked up the phone. Well, one, nobody wanted to pick up that tab. <laughs> but it was like, man, we took it back to back in the days before cell phones. Right. Like I like to say uh B.C. times before cell phones. Oh, and, like <laughs> and we was just actually just engaging into conversations and not only engages in into conversations but like really engaging with it and within us, right? Like, man, I'm making an investment into you because you know what? This is the most important thing that I'm never going to get this time with you. I can always replay a reel or replay a YouTube video, whatever, but I can't, re- I can't repurpose this, right? This event of like, yes. man, here we are. We're actually doing well. One is in college. One is actually like in their field. The other one is still trying to figure out how can we support? So it was like seeing that was was something that I enjoy. And then like every time, every now and then when we do go out, we always like, Hey, no cell phones. It's like, Oh, you're going to pick up the tap. All right. No cell phones, you know, unless it's like, you know, the wife or something like that. Yeah. Then like, okay, cool. We get it. But like, other than that, it's like, dude, we don't want to see no, no Facebook, no Instagram, no TikTok, no YouTube. We just want to like, Hey, let's spend time and and catch up.
0: Yeah, no. And I think that's important. And I think even, even if you're 11, 12, 13, you need to make a plan with your friends to do that, maybe once a week, okay? Spend an hour with your friends face-to-face and talk to them, just talk to them because talking seems to be a lot less of what younger people do. I see it all the time. You go into a restaurant and there are kids sitting at the table and they all have phones. But if you go really close, they're talking to the other people at the table. Just texting each other. It's like what? Yeah, that is crazy.
1: Yeah.
0: And the first time I saw that, I I literally stopped, and the young lady across the table laughed and looked up, and smiled across the table, and I thought, oh, please tell me they're not actually texting each other. And I went up to the table. First of all, they thought it was just some nutty old lady. <laughs> Whoa, what do you want, woman? And I said, I, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but are you texting each other? And they looked at me like I had three heads and were, yeah. But they're in front of you. Like, could you not say that? And and they they took a beat and looked at me like, oh, yeah, I guess. Um, they they didn't stop. They went back to their texting. That we saw them later but maybe I put a little bug in their head that the next time they'll look up and actually say something to the person at the table. We, we have become, you know, I've said before as such a society of immediacy and, and FOMO, but God forbid, we don't know something happened this second. That's no way to live. you're, you're constantly pushing your body. It's not just about dopamine. When you make yourself so stressed that you're waiting for, to be sure you know what happens, you're you know flooding yourself with cortisol and other hormones and things that are not helpful to you. And being in that hyper state, that was, that was good when you were a caveman and you were running away from saber-toothed tigers we don't have those kinds of immediate danger every second in our lives anymore yet that's how we're living internally and that's causing all kinds of problems for young people and old people alike because it it is not the body is not meant to produce that amount of cortisol or or those amounts of adrenaline or or the the fear motivators that flight or fight or flight response it should not be 24/7. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. <clears throat> no, I agree with that. I just wanted to to add value um to what you said. As far as like that. You know, sometimes not only with social media the world seems like it's moving too fast. And, and to take that moment to slow it down, whether you start writing, whether you start journaling, coloring, whatever, just taking a moment to just not be in the phone, not really engaged, to just be with your thoughts. And for some people, it can be, man, that's that's a lot to take on my own thoughts, but releasing those thoughts, whether they're negative or positive helps right? You, you're keeping all that inside. You're keeping all that bottle up where to a point where it's like, man, it's unhealthy. And like, oh, well, I just share it with my friends. I'll text and whatever. Sometimes, and I'm just speaking for myself, sometimes you may not want that feedback, right? You just want to be, have a, a, a safe space to vent. And not everybody is strong enough to, to take on whatever burden that you have to carry. And that's why I find it so easier beneficial to release those emotions whether it's in a book or or coloring right um <clears throat> excuse me so uh one of the times i was really struggling when i was on on the way of picking myself up one of my buddies my buddy's probably like six four, six five, three hundred 300 pounds and he's like hey we're gonna go play basketball right he was like uh as we called him around the way like baby shack. and. Um, and he's like, oh, you know, you like my Kobe, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, he's like, hey, I'm going to come pick you up. We're going to go play basketball. And I'm really like, I'm not in the the greatest mindset right now to play basketball, let alone to be around people. The world was moving way too fast. My negative thoughts was like racing. And for some reason, you know, I had a coloring book and the coloring book was like the Justice League. And I was like, hey, I'm going to go color. And he's like, hey, you know, you know, he's banging on my door. He's like, hey, Herbie, you ready? And I'm like, no, I I just I just need to color. Like, and he's just like, bro, can we go like forget the coloring? Like, can we go play basketball? And I'm like, no, you don't understand. I need to do this. And he's going back and forth with me. And I scream at him. And I'm a pretty like calm dude. Yeah. He's like, I just need to color right now. And he's just like, all right, I'm just gonna have a seat. And I kid you not, the only thing I colored was the S on Superman's chest. That was it. I didn't color anything else. It was just that. And that S, you know, if if you're a Superman fan, it's like hope, right? Yeah. And I needed something to hold on to. And that S was hope. And, you know, I think my friend, he didn't really press me right away. Like, hey, you know, like what's going on? And we waited to like after basketball and I told him, I was like, man, the world was moving too fast and I needed something to provide hope. Superman, the S was the hope, and I needed to color. I'm not gonna lie, you—I did not color very well. I was barely in the lines, but it's just something that I needed to slow down. And he got it. He's like, "Hey, okay, this is bigger than just like sports. If you ever need to talk, let's talk." You know, and he's like, "Hey, do you want to go get a beer? Do you want to do that?" And I was just like, "No, I just, I just want to go home and color." And he's like, "All right, cool." Dropped me off. Um he stayed in the crib to like watch basketball while I was coloring. And he just wanted, to, I guess, like now that I look at it, he just wanted to make sure that I was okay. <laughs> and and I say this story because sometimes we need s- someone, but then we also need something to help slow the world down. And for me, coloring was to slow the world down. I was in my I was in my own head and I was becoming my own enemy as far as like the negative thoughts. But once I started coloring and saw the the, the Superman symbol, I was like, okay, I am Superman. I can't take this on. Right. Like, let me turn this negative into a positive. And, and then having someone there like Batman to support me um, helped yeah. out very well.
0: Well, kudos to your friend for being so empathetic. And, and also picking up on how important that really was to you. Because sometimes people don't. They love us, but they don't pick up on our cues. Because we aren't often very forthcoming. We tend to sort of go sideways when we, when we really want to say something of import. We're not often, you know, head on because there's so much going on inside. Um, I have a it's not I don't think it's as useful as coloring or journaling but um, and dating myself too. In the uh, late 80s I managed a dance studio and the young professional dancers would come in after school and They brought in their crap about their girlfriends and their boyfriends and the fight they had and the teacher that annoyed them and yada, yada, yada. And it was just, you know, noise. And it's not just noise. Okay. When you're in a space with a lot of people and there's a lot of negativity, you can actually, the air is heavy. It's oppressive. Like it's not good. So the first week I was there, I took a cardboard box, not very big, I colored it brightly, like put um, wrapping paper around it, and I wrote C box, okay? It's crap box. And when they came in after school that day, I said, okay, want don't you all stand around me here. See this? This is the crap box. I'm putting it at the bottom of the stairs, and when you come in, I want you to dump everything, your boyfriends, your arguments, your teachers, your homework, your shitty grades, whatever. Put them in the box. You can pick them up when you, want, when you leave or you can choose to just let them go. Doesn't matter to me, they don't come past that doorway. And all these years later, I still know some of those wonderful dancers and they're incredible people. And the kids said, oh, you know, that's really cool. I went home and I completely forgot that I had a fight with XYZ. And, and it was just good. And it's uh, it's something you can do in your home if you have a, a few children, because there's always, you know, a little bit of angst between siblings and what have you in classrooms, in, in dance studios, in wherever, having that external place to leave your troubles is better than dragging them around in your head and i wouldn't have known how to voice that back then it just kind of made sense to me so if that's what you have to do with your social media put it in a virtual box put it in that crap box and when you're ready to go back to social only take out the stuff that matters, not the bad stuff. Just leave that crap in there.
1: I love that. <laughs> like, I really do. I do. Thank I love that. Thank and, you. You know, you do need a safe space to to release that, you know, those emotions, those negative emotions. Um, you know, and in, in for myself, um, I, I didn't have a box. I just had, like, one of those. I guess you would call it like a, a a dump journal, right? Like just dumping yeah. out my, my emotions. Yeah. And then sometimes when the, when it was too much baggage, um, I would write as if I was a three-year-old, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, once I was able to like release those emotions and, and just rip it out, out the journal and just tearing it up. I was just like, Oh man, not only did that negative thought went away, but the 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 baggage of stress that I was carrying with it is gone. And and it's highly important um for that so like even now in today's place like there's not enough safe spaces that i see where you can actually express yourself um release that baggage and feel good about it right i know like you know we we love the human connection right and even for myself i do like peer meetings and whatnot and sometimes people come in with the uh that heavy emotion like a like no they're carry, carrying like a blue well on them and then after after our sessions they ugh, seem so better and it's just like you know just allowing people to express themselves that's all they want you know i have a very um close relationship with one of my sisters and you know when i'm going through it and i have the emotions i always text her hey do you have space for me right because one, I don't know what she's dealing with <laughs> on, on the opposite side of, yeah. of, of, of her of her um, on the side of the phone. But two, I also want to make sure that I'm not bombarding her with my nonsense of what I'm going through and not validating her feelings. So I always ask her, like, hey, do you have space for me? And she's like, um, oh, you know, no, nah, not right now. Or vice versa. It's like, hey, let's sit down and schedule a spot when you can vent. But then not only when you could vent. You know, it's like, hey, well, do you want feedback or do you just want someone to listen? And that not only helped our communication so much better, but it also we know what to prepare for. Right. So some like probably like a month ago, she was like, hey, uh, do you have space for me? No feedback. And she went on like a two hour rant. <laughs> and I was just like, OK you know, fine. So she's like, what do you think? And I was just like, but you just told me you don't want any feedback. <laughs> I was like, if you want feedback, guess what? Let's schedule tomorrow. I don't, I just, I want to validate your feelings and your emotions. Not, not only because I, I I see you, but I want you to understand that I do hear you. And, and I think really- that's a
0: really, sorry to interrupt you. That's a really important distinction because we're not always looking for people to ride in on their white horse and save us. We, we just want to be heard, yes,
1: yeah, yeah it's important. even for myself through my my challenges and my struggles, I wanted someone to, yeah, as you said now I don't I don't want someone to be the superhero, I just wanted to like, hey, let me just vent whatever emotions that has been carrying for for years that now I'm acknowledging, and then if I do want feedback or or anything like that, I'll ask for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let, let yeah. me let me hey, can can I get feedback here? Can I get feedback there? And now like you know, that that helped our relationship, but I do that with everyone, right? The clients that I do work with, hey, this is a safe space if you want to vent, let's vent. Uh if you want feedback, please let me know, right? And sometimes I, you know, even if like, hey, I want some feedback. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll allow them to vent and then I'll sit there and I just have them answer their own questions. And they're like, oh, oh, but you didn't really give me feedback. I'm like, I don't think you really came here for feedback. I think you just came here to try to figure out the answer. You know the answer, but you just want to hear it out loud. And just giving them that space and opportunity helps out so much.
0: Oh, absolutely. And and I can have to say thank you again for all that you do. I appreciate it. Because it's critically important. Having people that... uh can can be there for others, I think is incredible. And it's I have to acknowledge that it takes a lot of work for you to be able to do that for others while still protecting yourself. Yeah because that's an important skill to learn to be able to do what you do.
1: Uh, thank you, thank you. I've learned um, the importance of self-care boundaries. So, you know, Sundays is like my recharge day. And if I, if I felt like I poured out too much on that, that week, then obviously Saturday too. Right. And then allowing myself to say no. Right. No is a complete sentence. Hey, yes, it is. Hey, her, her, hey, Herbie, do you got space for me? No, I don't. Uh, you always have space for me. Can you make space? And it's like, no, I can't. Because right now uh, I'm barely afloating. <laughs> I need to recharge myself before I take on whatever baggage that I have to take on. You know, it's like not to say like their baggage is negative or anything like that, but sometimes like it can be overwhelming. But then also I still have to juggle the husband and the father side. So it's like, hey, I got a lot on my plate as well. Give me a moment. Let me recharge, and we can reevaluate this. Or if that, if I notice they're in a crisis, then it's like, okay, obviously I'm going to actually stop to 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 assist. But um, for the most time, they're not really in a crisis, thank, thank goodness. Um, but it's just like life is getting too much for them and they don't know how to slow the world down, as I like to say. And, you know, I'm like, hey, what about the tools that we worked on? Have you tried this? Have we tried this? No, no, I just thought about calling you. And I'm just like, call me for option Z because th- I want you to to feel like you have your power to change your world. And you do, you know. Let's, you know, so I'm like, I'm here to navigate and coach you through it. But at the same time, I want to make sure you believe in yourself and you have the confidence to do that. Right.
0: And those those resources that you've given others, that toolbox is with you at all times. Yes. And you know, it's like anything else. We get better and we become more expert at what we do when we do it more often.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Practice make progress.
0: Absolutely.
1: If we're if we're not if we're not doing any of the the practice, then how can we grow? Right. It's like we're not making any progress. We're just oh, absolutely. No. I'm going to use my resources for this person, call that person for that. And sometimes it's like, hey, you can do that, but you have to do the work too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like I can plant the seed, but you have to take care of your garden, baby. <laughs> like you have oh, yeah. to.
0: Yeah, it's like think think of you know when when our kids learn to walk. If the first time your kid falls down, you pick him up, and every time you pick him up, he's never going to walk.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. he's just going to wait for you to pick him up. Yeah, you know that we we get the resources that we need so that we can then implement them. That's what we're yeah. meant to. Do.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And even for myself, like, I always try to, you know, use my own toolbox. And then that, when I realized, like, some of the tools that I'm using are, is not being effective, then I know it's, like, it's time to try a new tool, right? Um, So, like, there's a couple of clients I was working with last week. And, you know, I was like, hey, how's your self-care routine? And yada, yada. Oh, yeah, I've been doing this and doing this and doing that. And I realized, like, just from the outside perspective that they was getting comfortable, which is cool to a certain extent. Um, so I was like, hey, I want you guys to try something different. It's like four of them. And they're like, oh, different and what? I'm like, I want you to do one activity that you haven't done before. Right. And it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, something extreme, like jumping out of a plane or anything. But I was like, one activity that you haven't done before. And one guy was like, well, you know, I never went jet skiing and I want to do it. It looks like it's fun. Okay, we'll try it out. And and then another um, one of the other clients was like, well, you know, I've never been fishing, but I really want to try fishing. Okay, try it out. Right. Because at some point, once you hit a certain level and I like to say this, like once you hit a certain level, there's always come a new devil. And whatever toolbox that you used to use, whatever tools that you used to use in your toolbox may not be effective for this devil. So you have to try something different to, to really maneuver yourself into a better way and, you know, try it out you know, even for myself, like there's certain things that I do to try out to, okay, I like it. I didn't like it. I actually do like it. Let me actually sit down and try to learn how to play the piano. Let me actually sit down and try to learn a new language. Right. And it's something that's like, oh, it's challenging me. It's adding value to me, but it's also slowing the world down for me because I'm not focusing on whatever problems I have or whatever issues that that's coming across. It's just like, oh, I'm actually trying to learn this language. You know, yeah, I'm horrible at it, but guess what? over time, I'm going to get better at it, you know, just because yeah. i'm I, i'm I'm doing the reps. And that's just one positive way that, that I try to grow as a person, but also try to get away from those negative experiences and thoughts because it's like, oh, this is a new challenge.
0: I think that's that's a really, really good point. And another well, this is a, a resource. It's a tool, but it's more. It's more part of your mindset. And that's the 80-20 rule, okay? The 80-20 rule fits across everything, you know, personal business, what have you. But I think for handling your stress and managing what's going on in your life, you want to know that, you know, guess what? 80% of the time, I'm doing well. I'm I'm getting through my day, I'm having more positive thoughts, then celebrate that. There's 20% that's just not going to work. You're going to try tools that at that time don't work, or you're just going to be in a a wallow. It's what I sometimes call it. And you know what? That's okay, because you're only going to allow that 20%. And then you shake it off and you go back to doing the things you need and using the resources that you have so that you stay in a more positive, but don't beat yourself up for not making 100%. Yeah. Okay. Nobody makes 100%. That's perfect. Doesn't exist. Because guess what? It'd be boring. It would be so boring. uh,
1: Another analogy or or how I view it is, you know, in the beginning, when we're learning how to tie our, our shoe, we're horrible at it. But over time, we get better at it. Right. And then there's moments when it's like, man, this is not the best knot, but whatever. I got to keep it going. And it's OK. So just like whatever skill sets that I'm trying to learn, I, I I always compare it to tying my shoe. Right. Like right now, I'm currently trying to learn Spanish. Am I good at it? No. Nowhere near it. Right. But I know like over time, I, I'll i get better at it. My knot may look, you know, lopsided one day and it might look perfect the next day, right? And I even tested it out with some of my friends in Spanish and they're just like, bro, keep practicing, you know? And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, it's cool. It's cool. And yeah. then some of them are like, hey, yo, that's, that's pretty good for a beginner. That is really yeah. good for a beginning, And that helps me. Okay, cool. I'm doing a decent job, you know? And, and now um, the school that my daughter goes to, Spanish is like she's learning that from pre-K all the way to high school. Yeah. So it's like, oh, she's going to learn Spanish at some point. She's gonna be way fluid than I am. But you know what? If I if I can meet her where she's at and learn it yeah. and from that level, you know, it's like that's my accountability partner. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And and Absolutely. then and that helps me um stay locked in and focused to just keep on practicing, keep on practicing. And then it's it's and um it's so funny now because like I can't really um speak it very well yeah but i can um when i listen to like this artist called bad bunny he's like probably the one of the biggest artists in the world right now and um in his music like i was listening to it and i was like wow i actually understand the verse with yeah. no problem now when well, if you would good. ask yeah if you would ask me like three months ago far from it <laughs> you know Like I got little words but it like it it helped me and not only that like I told you it slows the world down for me uh, I mean, I'm not too hard on myself I'm actually like okay I'm flawed but it's fine I'm learning and this is what life is all about learning and and not comparing my my Spanish to someone who have years of Spanish it's like no I'm like I'm at this level and I'm okay with it I'm growing and it's just not only with Spanish but just even with the healing journey yeah. Understanding that like, Hey, I'm yeah. at this level, but I am going to grow. Yes. It's weird speaking into the mirror, all these positive affirmations. Cause it's just you and your thoughts. It seems weird. But then after the time you get better at it, like, Oh yes, I am smart. I am love. I can change the world or, you know, sitting down writing your feelings and emotions. You might like, I don't know what to write, or I'll start crying, but it's okay. You're growing because you're not going to be that same person that you was yesterday.
0: Absolutely. Every day you have a chance to be a new you, which I think is incredible. And all I can say is hola. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think there's a couple of more sentences which are totally irrelevant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it it takes time. It really does. It's
1: like, hola. Hola, como estas? Estoy bien, y tú? Like, you know, know. it's like, it it takes time just practicing that and and really getting that down. Um, But, you know, like, six months ago, I couldn't really even say that, that flu. Yeah. yeah, you know, no, so,
0: you did that really well.
1: <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, cool. You know, and it, and it helps, but it, it, it's something that I know it's a new challenge. And for me, that's like part of my coping skills. It's just like really taking time to learn a new language, um, or reading a book or listening to a book or a podcast, right? Just all I want is just 15, 20 minutes of, of no distractions and something that's going to add value to my life or entertain me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And entertainment can add, not just add value, but it can be learning as well.
1: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You would catch me either watching The Office, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Um Seinfeld, like probably one of my favorite shows. The Office as well. But then like, you know, even watching like an action movie, something like a comic a superhero movie, would also just like, oh, yeah. it's entertainment, right? Sometimes I don't want to think. I yeah. I just want, I just want to just sit down and just And just go with the flow because life can be overwhelming, you know, but then also not only that, um, I realized like those moments where I don't think like watching superhero movies. Right. I built a lot of good friendships off of that. You know, because it's like, oh, hey, man. Hey, you know, I'm not even thinking about the world. We're talking about Marvel. We're talking about DC and all this other stuff. And it's just like, yo, this is fun. This is good. And then it's like, okay, I'm the weirdo. But if I'm such the weirdo, why do I have friends that also have the same thing, right? Because I found people that, that get it's my love huge, language.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. Huge yeah. And, I met Stan Lee.
1: I'm, I'm jealous.
0: In a hangout, I spent an hour with him. And you're jealous. My son is stupid. <laughs> um, my son was trying to get him in an interview. Um, I was with a group of friends in a hangout and uh, I just, I think the Marvel universe is is absolutely brilliant because it does give hope. Yes. And, and that's, you know, incredible. Now a little off script, but guardians of the galaxy, we're going as soon as it opens. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. I'm asking my wife, Hey, uh, do you think do you think your mom will watch the kids <laughs> I'm like I'm accident but no but it's 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 something like that right like you know we were talking um earlier in the episode as far as you know social media can be a negative thing right but it also can be a positive thing because yes. if you're that 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 kid or that you know teenager that's like man no one gets me right but then if you go into the, whatever platform you use if you go like look at whatever hashtag and you see someone, that's talking about the Avengers or talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. And they might be really passionate about Groot and you're like, I am Groot. And you're like, man, I love Groot too. That person loves Groot. Let me follow them. And that follow might lead into a DM. And then next thing you know, you, you got your own fan club, right? You got people that get your love language. So life doesn't seem too stressful. Right. Like, yeah. oh man, like, man, I, people are making fun of the way I dress or how I talk. Right, the fact that I'm always wearing superhero um, uh, um, outfits or whatnot, but guess what? I found people that got me. Yeah. Right. They may not physically be here, but hey, man, I can DM them or I can go into whatever, like Facebook group or or whatever chat and find them and just really be a sponge, or I can actually express myself the way that I want to express myself
0: and be part of your community.
1: Yes, that part.
0: Yeah, that's that is definitely. The good part of social media is that you can find community. And the other thing that sometimes can be hard for us to get, and it's hard to stay there. But if you're looking for good, you're going to find it. If you're hesitant, you're more likely to pull in negative. And if you're looking for negative, I guarantee you'll find it because there's a ton of it. But it is our intention. What you put out there is what you get back. Okay, if you walk into a bodega to buy something and you're smiling and you say thanks very much and the person behind the counter might have been a little surly with the person before you, but they're polite with you because you just lifted their vibration. And it makes you feel good. It makes them feel good. Okay. I drive my husband crazy because I want to say hi to everybody <laughs> on the planet. Okay. Everybody I walk by doesn't matter if you've got headphones on, I'll do this. If, you know, it doesn't matter if you're on a bicycle or whatever. I, I want to say hello. And it's amazing. People don't often um, immediately hear you. Yeah. But Then they'll turn around and go, oh, hi, <laughs> you know, because We're so in our little bubbles. If you let that bubble go a little and your intention is to pull good to you. Now I'm getting really esoteric. I know.
1: (laughs) No, it's fine.
0: But you can, in fact, affect what's around you and, and bring better things towards you. And when you get in the habit of doing it, then it makes those tough times a lot easier. And a lot shorter.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. People want to be around good energy. Yeah. yeah. Always around good energy. Even um, even even when you're not like thinking, like the other day I, w- I went grocery shopping and I'm like, I'm so locked into like, let me hurry up, let me grab my groceries and yeah. uh, come back home. And, you know, I'm a pretty much of a positive person. And um I don't know at this time I just was like horse with blinders. Just like, let me hurry up, let me grab this and hurry back, hurry up back home because you know the missus need help with the with the kiddos. And I had it was someone that was like, hey, you never know who's watching you. It was someone that was like, hey, I always see you all the time, like everything okay. And I was just go, yeah, I'm good. Like, hey, how, how are you? You know? And it's like, oh you know, you don't seem like yourself. And I'm just like, I'm just I was just focused and whatever. Yeah. And I thought, man, I never realized like who's watching me. Um, no, it's like the target that I always run to. And uh just like, hey, is everything okay? Like, are you doing fine? Like, you just don't seem like yourself. And I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm just, you know, trying to hurry up and um you know help the wife out with the kids. And that person was like, Oh, okay, like, you know, I just want to make sure just checking in because you know, when I see you, you you know, bring so much joy um yes. to me. And I was just like. But you don't even know me, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just like like that type of thing. And it was just like one of those, like, oh wow. Oh, well, thank you. I didn't realize I was making an impact when, you know, when you see me shopping. Yeah. You know, i was like, oh no, you always say hi, you always ask me how I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I just thought like something was bugging you, and I just wanted to make sure you was okay. And I was like, Oh, well, thank you.
0: And and see, that's perfect. That's part of the law of reciprocity because you give out so much positive all the time. When you come around. And that's not the vibration you have. The people that you've always been nice to are going to wonder. And, and that that the reciprocity is in checking in to make sure you're okay. Because you're not presenting as you normally do. I just think it's absolutely
1: wonderful. I, I just had to share that. <laughs>
0: oh, that's fabulous. Absolutely fabulous. So, oh my God, you and I could talk (laughs) It's just a
1: conversation.
0: (laughs) It's just a conversation. Yeah, yeah. Well, by next year, we will have a conversation face to face. I'm, I'm putting that one on my agenda. What would you like to leave our audience with today?
1: I would like to leave them with the understanding that you're not by yourself. You know, during the, during the struggles that I was having, I thought I was by myself until I allowed my pride to actually sit there and decide to use my resources and understanding that that I do have resources. They may not have all the answers, but guess what? They can actually help and guide me to the help that I do need. So understanding that you're not by yourself, but understanding that, that asking for help or resources or using your resources is such a great thing. Because you're not by yourself, and you you can find people that's going to understand your energy, your vibe, your language. So go out there and ask for help, and receive it. Be okay with it.
0: Absolutely. And just think, you're not asking for help; you're using your resources. Yes, that was so well put, Herbie. Once again, thank you so much for being my guest. I so appreciate having you here. Your wisdom, your joy, and your energy is lovely. Absolutely lovely. Thank you for listening. It's wonderful to have you with us as well. And as I always say, make the very best of your today every day. And I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on your favorite service. Suicide, Zen, Forgiveness was brought to you by Truel Social Media, the digital integration specialists. Let them get you on page one in the search results. And also by Canada's keynote humorist, Judy Croon, the motivational speaker, comedian, author, and stand-up coach at Second City on the stage. Judy draws from her wealth of performance experience, wit, and insight to entertain, inform, and inspire in her dynamic keynotes and half-day workshops.